After a near-death experience he had when he was seven years old, an Austrian doctor spent decades inventing a machine that will open your third eye, known as your pineal gland, and connect you with your higher states of consciousness. (laughs) All within a few minutes of you sitting down in front of this thing. Today, we learn all about it from a woman whose life has been changed so much by this machine that she's brought it to Vancouver. I flick on the Kid Pod, the Kid Carson Show. With honest conversation, you can always know. The intention is to grow, you can feel the soul. Attitude of gratitude, the guests dance if you don't want to. Who's next to show? At the Paradox, apparently a pair of top guns in a field talking triceratops. Can't stop, won't stop, honest conversation. Big kid on his own, it's a new station. It's the you with the here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get it. I've got an amazing woman in studio sitting just a few feet away from me. We're locking eyes right now. And uh, her name is Tina. Before we introduce Tina, I remember the very first time I was probably at a party and someone explained to me the idea of ditching fluoride toothpaste and how fluoride crustifies your... I don't know if that's a technical term. Uh, calcifies. Cal- calcifies, not crustifies. <laughs> yeah. Screws up your pineal gland. There you go. <laughs> which is your third eye. Yeah. And I, I was so baffled by this idea, but I ditched the toothpaste. And, you know, at some point, if you are a spiritual person, along your journey, you encounter this idea of your pineal gland, your third eye, and how it can connect you to higher spiritual realms or to your higher self or whatever it is. So that's why this technology that we're going to talk about today was so intriguing to me because it it one of the benefits one of many is it decalcifies your pineal gland this light is extremely powerful and so for me it's to ease into it to allow people to find that sweet spot where they're going to get the benefits they're going to get that wow factor where it's like you're in pure conscious state with everything that's available there mm-hmm. But because it's an activation of the pineal gland, it actually opens the third eye. And that's a big statement to make. If all I said to you in this podcast was this light technology will open your third eye, full stop, it's a huge thing. I was already sold. That's what you did originally say to me, and I was sold. Like I've learned now that you don't use toothpaste anymore. No, I, I hope use... you just gave up fluoride. <laughs> just, yes, it's it's a fluoride free. Yes, me too. Okay, good. But, but I didn't know that about you. I just have you. a horsehair toothbrush that I use from the medieval times. Fabulous. And water. The benefits are vast, and we can go off into many different directions, mm-hmm. but the client connects to their own pure conscious state. Mm. And in that place, you are creating the visual experience that you're having. You're taking yourself on a journey similar to when you're dreaming. Mm. You can create anything you want. In a dream, you could fly. You don't need your body to do this. Mm. Also the same when you're doing a light session. A lot of people feel like They're not really aware of their body during a light session. Similarly to they have no real sense of time and space. So Mm. you can come out of a session and go, wow, that felt like it was five minutes and you've been under the light for 50 minutes. You experienced that? Five zero. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I actually went in with really high expectations because I have had a DMT experience. Right. Which is on the higher end level of, of psychedelics. Yeah. So I really thought... Well, I've done the DMT, so there's no way it's going to live up to, yes. you know, what you're saying. 
But sure enough, I mean, it was wild. I really did. I think I kept whispering to you, turn it up, turn it up. <laughs> Send me all the way, mama, let's go. <laughs> and you're like, hey, you're like, well, I've got it on like, a, I've got it on like 10%. Relax, buddy. It's, yeah. You don't want to blow your mind. But it's, it's some powerful stuff. Yes, it is. And at one point, I'm seeing all of the you know, sacred geometry. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm in 5D for certain moments, and it's all this vibrant color. And then you explain to me afterwards that, that the light is not actually shining color. Can you explain that? It's just a white light, right? Yeah. So it's a, it, there are halogen bulb in the center surrounded by LED lights. There's only white light that's ever directed at the client traveling on different frequencies. We have a laptop that's loaded by the two developers who created the light with about 150 programs going from very gentle to DMT, near-death experience, LSD. We actually have all those settings which take you into very strong psychedelics. Right. By the way, it's all like just a light, like you're sober. This is a light. You're completely sober, and it's pure white light traveling on different frequencies. It is called a stroboscopic light because it does flash and flicker and strobe. So we make people uh, fill out a waiver before we work with them because we don't want to accidentally work with someone who's ever had a seizure. This is an active, powerful light. Right. It's fabulous and really beneficial unless you're one of these few people or children. Mm-hmm. We've never studied the effects on a child's brain, and we never will. Um, their brain is still developing till they're 18 years old, so you don't want to go in there and start directing things. Mm. When I say directing, it is similar to neurofeedback in that it opens neuropathways, but it's very open-ended. It's more about creating the opening and the client's brain doing its own work. Mm. It's not us going, oh, we think this is a really good neuropathway for kids' brain to go on. We want to turn down the volume on kid. Let's put him on this pathway. Right. <laughs> He's got a real big mouth. We need to... <laughs> Let's soften him up. <laughs> See how that works. Soften him up. <laughs> no. But all this just to come back to, it's pure white light. It's very hard to believe it because typically people talk about seeing uh, colors that don't even exist. It is mm-hmm. very otherworldly. So it's like we so open the third eye. Your eyes are closed and you're looking within. So I've worked on people who are colorblind and they see color. Wow. I know. Because wow. you're not dependent on your physical eyes. Right. So I know. I felt oh the my same. God. It's like, that's so that's wild. incredible. Well, like, it's funny that the third eye is an actual, like, undeveloped eye gland. Yeah. Do you know anything about that? I've, I don't know a lot about it, but I've just heard that. Well, it's the pineal gland, mm-hmm. and it's a little organ right in the center of the brain. It has some reptilian-looking eye scales. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I have the benefit of being very good friends with a neurosurgeon, and he and I have talked about the pineal gland way before I ever discovered the Lucia light. Yeah. He used to say... This little grayish organ right in the center of the brain, and you'd think it does nothing. And it's so, it's responsible for so many things, like producing melatonin, serotonin, DMT. Mm. When we're born and when we die, we release DMT, that hormone that opens that visual, Mm. as you know, because you've 
you've taken DMT. Yeah. Which they call, I think, the, the spirit molecule. Yes, exactly. Is it sort of like the, like the gateway or the bridge is the connector the between the spirit? It's the opening to consciousness. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. when you're under the light, you have that opening happening. Man. And it's like most likely we are also excreting DMT mm. at that time, which creates the opening. Mm. Um, when you're producing more melatonin and serotonin, it's not like some random uh, prescription for 10 milligrams of something. Your own body wisdom knows what you need. So when you're opening yourself up to your pure conscious state, that's a, a space where everything is available to you, including the highest wisdom that belongs to you, mm. that is solely yours, because you're connected mm. to that part of yourself. Some people you can get close to it in a meditation, but nobody can have the breakthrough. Even people who are amazing meditators still get an expansion. Would you call that, in your own personal view, like your higher self? I don't give it a name because everybody relates to that in a different way. Some mm -hmm. people say it's my I am presence, it's my higher self, it's God's source. It doesn't matter to me what anybody wants to relate to it to me it's the greater aspect of who we each are mm. there was something you mentioned when we first met about the like monks okay. like when you get under the light yeah you're like almost what was what was that okay stat? so the two doctors developed this light to work in their own practices they did not expect to take it out into the world and start marketing it internationally they Worked with it for a year and saw incredible results. One of them being a neurologist, the other one a psychologist. And what they were seeing in their own uh, families and their patients made them ask the question, similar to what you're saying, what would happen if we were working with people who were already really advanced? Where would they go? Mm. So they went to Tibet with the light and they worked in a monastery for two weeks with monks. And two things that stood out for me when they shared the story, they had many awakened uh, conversations, but they said that the monks shared with them that what takes them hours each day in their own practices to scratch the surface of where the light took them in seconds. Wow. It, they Everybody was really not expecting that because here you are working with people who are meditating for many hours a day mm -hmm. and even for them it like meets them at that space and expands them and the other thing they said to these beautiful beings who created the lucia number three is that it's time for the planet to receive this technology and they put it out to them to say you need to get this out into the world. The world needs this. Mm -hmm. And the first time I tried it, I came out of my light session like you going, how are you projecting these colors into my brain? Like, how I'm not visual at all on my own. And here I was seeing these most magnificent colors and, like you said, geometries and landscapes. And to be told it's pure white light blew my mind. Mm. My comment was this is what divine intervention means because it was like suddenly we've been given a gift that's allowing something that's let's call it from a divine source 
to intervene with the human. Mm. So this is why the Tibetan monks were saying, humanity's ready for this. Mm. We need it. And mm. so I got my light on my 60th birthday, many years ago. Right. <laughs> I Liar. <laughs> I yeah, don't believe you. I wish. But it was sort of like happening to me. And I'm going, this is when people are retiring. What mm. am I doing? And I didn't actually know what I was going to do with the light, but nobody had one in Canada. So I thought, okay, I need this light. Like I understood in that one first session that this is life changing. Mm. It wasn't just that it was so beautiful to be in that landscape that I now have found out I created and me not being a creative visual person, that was a lot to actually wrap my head around. Mm. How is it possible that we can do that? It was so far outside of this three-dimensional reality that we're operating in. Mm. Each time you do the light is a different experience. I don't know what dimension people travel into. I just know we travel outside the confines of the container that yeah. we're operating in. Yeah. It takes us and blows us way beyond the personality. There are people who naturally have that sort of inkling or intonation to, you know, want to explore consciousness and yeah. and then there are people who hear about it, but it feels like such a far away. It feels like they can't connect to it in any way. They read about it and sort of think, I wish I wish I could. But to be able to, no matter who you are, walk into Sky Studio, get under this light and get a taste of it, or people who just are so curious about what psychedelics are like, but just there's no way they're doing any sort of drug. They don't like putting things in their body. There's a lot of people I know that are like that. And so, people that, some people I wish really should do like DMT. Like it would, gee, it would blow your <laughs> mind. Oh my God, you especially. And they're like, nope, never doing, never doing drugs. Of course you would say. Right. <laughs> Certain people, you know, like, man, it took me years to build up the courage to try it. Yeah. But I'm forever changed. But right. for the people that, yeah, they're just never going to do drugs, smoke something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, it's scary. Especially DMT. It's, you got to you gotta smoke it in a glass pipe and the whole thing is, just feels very menacing. You know what yeah. I mean? It just yes. feels, it, ugh, it, even it, though it's. Yeah. I understand. So to be able to slide under the light and like have a taste of that for is really sober awesome. psychedelics. Yeah, sober psychedelics. And it's really exactly that. It's like you still have the psychedelic experience. You have all the benefits of the psychedelics. Are you really getting the benefits or is it mimicking? Or is there actually an effect happening on the brain that you would get if you did a real psychedelic? I don't have proof of this, but I'm going to say I think in some ways it's even more beneficial because you're creating the psychedelic. Mm. You're not ingesting something that's launching you into a space and time, you are actually bringing it forward yourself. Mm. So there's benefit in that. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who work with Dr. Joe Dispenza, for example, Love him. who I think he does amazing work, groundbreaking, but he will, some of his meditations is leading people into almost a meditative trance state and they're looking at psychedelic visuals to help them connect to that more expansive state. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more to it than that. But imagine if you can be launched into something by going into a trance, looking at something, as opposed to you're under a light, you're relaxing, 
you've broken through the human condition. You're in your expanded state, and now you're creating psychedelics from the inside out. It's so awesome. It is, and I don't want to say this is better than that. I don't believe that. I think there's a, a space for all the things, and some people want the intense experience, and other people want to come in and have a one-hour session, get the benefits they get, and go out feeling reset, replenished, uh, exhilarated. Mm-hmm. There's a real joyful energy from being in that connection with yourself. Yeah. And there's that feeling that people talk about who have near-death experiences where it's like they went to another space and it was so full of love and peace and they didn't want to come back. Right. Yeah, that yeah. That kind of thing. You yeah. sort of touch these other greater vantage points and then you come back. You, ta- you mentioned near-death experiences. I know one of the doctors you mentioned to me, one of the, I guess, co-inventors, one of them is a neurologist. The other doctor is a psychologist. And he, he did have a real near-death yes, experience, which did. inspired this light. Exactly. Can you tell us about That's that? That's where it came from. Yeah. So as a kid, he was very sick, and he actually described his near-death experience to me when we were having one of our early visits after I bought the light. And he said that his mother and the nurse were sitting at his bedside, and he saw himself come out of his body and go into his wall and through the other side, which then became this place full of light and goodness. And he was lost in there in a good way, but also kind of scared because he was aware of his mother crying and the nurse consoling her. So eventually that brought him back. But even having been a seven-year-old, then as a grown man and a psychologist, he realized there was something really different that happened to him after that is like even as a child he came back knowing he had touched some magical space that didn't Mm. exist here so studying psychology brought him into opportunities to look at consciousness to look at um, different ways of expanding himself and he came to understand that if he had been to that space once he would be able to find his way back there. So he started interviewing anybody who ever had a near-death experience, and people were sharing always something to do with light, like crossing a bridge to a light, going through a tunnel to a light, whatever it was, they would land in light. Mm. So he studied light, different ways that light had been used in ancient civilizations. So he really delved into it. It took him decades to develop the Lucia number three Mm. because he couldn't open the third eye. He could get into trance states, very powerful, but he couldn't get to that visual opening. Then the neurologist comes in and says, if we add activity to the light, that might be the breakthrough. So they added activity. And within a few years of playing around with that, because the first one was like a mixing board, they were doing it manually and flashing lights that was housed in Dr. Winkler's wife's cappuccino maker that they took apart and stuck lights. Oh my God. (laughs) I actually saw this thing. It's amazing still. But with a mixing board. Wow. they They were doing it all by hand. So... They developed the Lucia number three eventually, and they have both said it's far surpassed anything they expected it to do. 
because how could you know what would happen if you open someone's third eye? Wow. Yeah. Wow. There is a, a series of books. I want to just throw this in real quick. Okay. If someone just got that feeling like, oh, I would love to hear more about the, this leaving your body and walking through a wall thing. There's a book, actually a series of them, by Robert A. Monroe. And the book is Journeys Out of the Body. You ever heard of that? I haven't, but is he Monroe Institute in the States where they teach he, out of body he might, experiences? He might be. Yeah, I haven't he wrote, heard of his books. But. Yeah, he wrote these books back in like maybe the 70s. From He was a, he was a very well-to-do doctor in his town in the 50s right. when this stuff was never talked about. He was having out-of-body experiences, and he thought he was losing his mind. Mm-hmm. So he went to his one of his doctor colleagues and says, I think I'm losing my mind. <laughs> Help me. And they did the tests, and, you know, I forget, they were a psychologist or hypnotherapist or whatever, and they said, no, you're not losing your mind. You're totally sane. Like, you're all good. But this kept happening to him, and he started journaling. Long story short, he ended up learning how to control it. And he would wake up and write down exactly what happened, like 10.53 p.m., <laughs> temperature, you know, 22 degrees. I think when he really realized it was a legit thing and not a, not, not a dream state, is that he flew out of his body, flew over his town, and flew to where his, like someone who worked in his office, one of the women he worked with, he flew down and looked uh, in through the window and saw that this woman, let's call her Shelly, was wearing a very distinctive red sweater. And then the next day at the office, he inquired about this red sweater. She's like, how would you, she was creeped out. How would you know I was wearing that new red sweater that my fiance bought me or whatever? And then he was like, oh my God, I was actually like there. This wasn't a visually, like this wasn't a dream. So long story short, the book is um, Journeys Out of the Body by Robert A. Monroe. And I think he wrote like, you know, a few more books after that. But when I read that, Mm -hmm. it was sort of right before I met you. Mm -hmm. I thought, man, oh, I would love to have an out-of-body experience. I think I've had a little mini one before. I won't get into that now. But so when I met you, I was like, oh man, this is the universe. Like just guiding me right to this woman mm-hmm. who's got a machine. You got a, you got a machine yeah. that can lead me down the path. I thought this is unbelievable. And I know people who have gone to the Monroe Institute to learn how to have out-of-body experiences. And then they come have a light session. They go, okay, I've spent weeks trying to practice this. And I'm laying here having a light session and having a full out-of-body experience. Wow. I don't ever tell a client, oh, you'll probably have an out-of-body experience. Because, again, each session is different. Yeah. Some people feel the light doing work in their body. They'll say there was a lot of activity on my elbow and I'm mm-hmm. my elbow's really hurting me. Interesting. I don't know that that's going to happen. I mean, we can't know these things. But, again, when you open yourself up to all that is... The light will direct itself where it needs yeah. to be. Well, I've heard different people say that, that the, the brain knows how to heal itself and how to heal the body if you create the right conditions for right. it. Right. So basically this opening up the consciousness, connecting it of whatever's going on, the, the brain just kind of goes to work. So in the absence of a problem, a solution can come in. So it's like when you're under the light, you push all the nonsense out of the way. Mm. You're not operating in your you know normal thinking busy mind there's quiet yeah the personality sort of moved over you can probably attest <laughs> oh no yeah when i i think the first time i when i visited you um at sky studio and i just had a hell of a week mm-hmm. where my nervous system just felt like a little bit rocked and i went in there and man when when that session was done i just felt so present 
I don't even know how to describe it. I just finally felt like myself again, like back Embodied. at center. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was like, whoa. Well, I can attest to it. Yeah, it's so yeah. helpful for people who are too busy like you are. Like I've seen you. In <laughs> May. You seen me? What? I'm like, what? <laughs> You're oh, doing it, all the jobs. Oh, at Kid Carson and Friends. Oh, yeah. It was incredible to oh, watch man. you. Like oh. you are like the whirling dervish, <laughs> in a good way, and you get a lot done, mm -hmm. and you do a lot for many people, and so much gratitude for that. But how do you take care of yourself? Right. Like, when you do a light session, it does give you the reset. Were you and saying that people at Facebook or Facebook bought this for some of their oh, yeah. so engineers that like they, they just whoosh, they make scientists. them work? Yeah, well, they make I them mean, work nonstop. People who work on campus at Facebook, they're pretty much living there mm. and they are working incredible hours. They have buses that pick them up. They start working on the bus. They don't have to leave campus. So yeah. they're creating things that... I don't even know how to understand. Little robot brings these, them a snack yeah, so they don't exactly. have to walk anywhere. Yeah. So these brilliant <laughs> minds that are so taxed and they've got one of the big um, units. We, we were down there training them just before COVID hit when it was still Facebook. Right. And it was great to be on their campus and to be in the back in the lab with these brilliant beings and to know that they're using it to give themselves a break. It's like they don't have time to actually go have a nap. And if you want to have a nap, even if you're exhausted, you can't just turn off your mind. But if you go and sit under the light for 20 to 30 minutes, you get the reset. Mm -hmm. It's like it turns off all the noise and the expansion happens. So just like you were saying, you came out of the light feeling, well, whatever your word was that I was saying, more embodied again. Mm -hmm. People will typically say, I feel like I had a rest and I feel really clear and focused. So it is a beautiful reset. Listen, this should be mandatory for moms just right after they drop the kids off to school. Mm -hmm. Swing by for a quick light session. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like the men in black, just erase <laughs> all the drama of the getting the shoes on and all the stuff. I'm sure you remember those days. Yes, I do. Oh, my God. Seriously, this would be like a dream. Like once a week, just reset right. it, you know? Mm-hmm. It is a beautiful alternative to taking medication or, you know, more coffee, whatever. And well, you said you were on some <laughs> some meds. Oh, we're going to get, maybe we shouldn't, <laughs> this is private. No, no. Let me just dive into your no, personal no, life no, here, no, okay? No, not at all. So, Tina, tell us what's in your medicine cabinet. Today, <laughs> really, vitamins. But you were, you were on a lot of sleeping meds, you told me. I was on that magical little blue pill that too many people know about. Yeah. It's known as Imavane or Zopaclone. Okay. I was taking it for six years. I'd had a series of very difficult things going on with losing family members. And it was mostly around um, people passing and me mm. being their main caregiver and all the heartache that comes with that, the lack of sleep and the worry but I was also at a time in my life where hormones were really changing. And um, three months after I got the light and started working with it, I was able to stop taking Zopaclone after six years. Wow. And if somebody had told me I should expect that, they would have lost some credibility. Mm. It was like, please, right. I've tried everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I haven't left a stone unturned and I can't sleep 
but it regulates your hormones. Remember when I was saying that pineal gland is responsible for producing more melatonin, serotonin, mm -hmm. DMT? So for me, the melatonin was so helpful in that I was producing it myself for myself mm. at the right dose that my body needed, not at some practitioner's dose that they like to give out. Yeah. N not to say that that's wrong, but it's a vast difference when you're giving your body the opportunity, as we said before, to heal itself. So again, when you remove the issue, the solution has a space to unfold. Mm -hmm. So three months in, I never, I have never needed to take sleep medication again. And that is the most shocking thing to believe that I was ever on it, first of all. Wow. That's so wild. Yeah. Okay, so you got to go try this light. It's at Sky Studio. You're the exclusive, I guess, distributor, distributor for, for Canada. For Canada. Now, the light is from Austria. Is it Austria? Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, you know, those Austrians, they don't mess around. They don't you mess know. around. So go Sky Studio. I know you've got a whole vibe going on there. We so, do. We have a lot of great things going yeah. on in the studio. I mean, I, I I went to an event at your studio that was really cool and cozy. It was. It's, first of all, it's beautiful. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, where is it? It's right at the corner of... It's on 6th and Hemlock. Okay. So it's 1338 West 6th Avenue. Okay. <clears throat> I don't know where my voice is going. Um, a beautiful location. Lots of parking around us. Um, yeah. And we have so many fun things that we do in there. We do group sessions with light and sound, light and energy. You met Laura when we were at your event in May. Mm -hmm. She does energy clearing. We are off offering plant integration sessions for people who are doing um, good work with psychedelics or plant medicine. She has studied all that and been a support in energy clearing while people have been in those group sessions. What is that? <clears throat> it's for people, will you go to Sky Studio with yeah. a group of people and, and do like a mushroom dose? And no, then, or no, how does we're that not offering that in the studio. Okay. But Laura was studying um, this work and was supporting people who were offering these uh, journeys in their own spaces. Okay. I'm not sure where, but locally. And what she came to understand was that there's a lot more support that's needed in the days and weeks post-medicine or post-plant medicine, post-psychedelics. Mm. And it's not to say anybody's dropping the ball, but those journeys are so powerful that people aren't always being followed or maybe they're not reaching back. But when they come into the studio and work with us and use the light, it is a beautiful, soft way to finish the integration. Mm. And someone like Laura, who has the background in pranic healing and energy work, can also find where there's blocks in the body and help with the clearing of it. See, I could use that. When I did DMT, it yeah. rocked my world so hard. After that experience, first of all, it was terrifying. Yeah. Man, it would have been nice to... Like, to have a soft landing. Didn't know this was a thing. Right? Yeah, so, so help well, you it integrate. Well, it is a thing. We, we've yeah. created it yeah. to be a thing because we are working more with people who are now... I mean, microdosing is just normal now. It's like taking mm. vitamins. Yeah. But people who are doing 
stronger psychedelic journeys or plant medicine journeys, or they're even going to Peru and doing ayahuasca ceremonies, which must be fabulous because you're doing it the best way you think you can experience it, but you Mm -hmm. still come home in a whole new reality, Mm -hmm. trying to integrate back into your life with having been blown open in a very aggressive way. Not to say that that's, you know, the wrong way to do it. Some people need to go deep and Mm -hmm. really feel all those things that, you know, you find when you're on those journeys. Mm -hmm. When you're working with the light, there's a lot of grace to it. It can take you to those depths, but you're not revisiting trauma as much as you would be having an awareness of it while you're saturated in white light, which Mm -hmm. almost anybody who understands healing knows that white light has a healing modality to it. There's a property of that light, like people who meditate, it's like protect yourself in a bubble of white light, for Mm -hmm. example. So imagine being blasted with the white light by the most powerful light in the world that is being absorbed into every cell of your body while you are integrating a massive life altering experience and having a practitioner there who can also hold the space and help you move and clear blocked energy. Well, if this doesn't have you racing to book your appointment to Sky Studio, I don't know what will. I think this has been one of the most interesting conversations and interesting pieces of technology to be uh, in the in the, in the space of consciousness and personal growth. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so exciting. Thank you. I can't wait to work my way up to full blast. What's that called? Near death experience or something DMT. like that. Or, D, or there's D, a DMT, DMT setting. There's a DMT setting. There's three of them. DMT by light. <laughs> oh my different. god! Very different. Remember my first time? I'm like, just give it to me. Give me full blast, and you went. <laughs> You looked at your partner like, is this guy, this guy has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah. That's so cool. Thank you. Um, this has been awesome. Thank, thank you. you so thank, much. Thank you. Thank you. Is there anything else I'm forgetting to mention? For me, it's important that people feel safe and taken care of. Mm-hmm. That's if, the word. If you we, feel so taken care of. If we can accomplish that, then you can let go and get into that pure altered state. Yeah. And we do so many great things in there. Uh, Layla's another beautiful being who's a counselor in our space mm. and does astrology and tarot. So there's a lot of fun, but it, people who work in Sky Studio are so gifted that it's, it's a blessing that we've all come together there and we all mm. work with the light. So yeah. no matter whose hands you end up in, it's going to be, a life-altering experience yeah. in a really easy way. Tina, you're the best. Thank you. Thank you so much.